Hey guys, happy Wednesday and so excited for today's podcast. I honestly did not feel like filming a podcast today. I'm not going to lie. I feel like last week, um, if you guys do may, you may or may not know, I've been doing two podcast episodes a week for the past couple of weeks for as long as I just feel like it. And last week, you know, as you guys may or may not know as well, you guys can expect a new podcast episode for me every Wednesday from now on. And, you know, it's funny because the second that I actually put that structure in place of like every Wednesday, you can expect a podcast for me. My motivation completely went down (laughs) and it's funny because I actually took a motivation style quiz once and my motivation style is I'm basically the rebel, funny enough, Aries moon, Aries rising. What a surprise. But I'm basically the rebel where, or it's called the rebel, but it's basically like you get unmotivated when you put it into commitment and it's not a crutch to just be like, oh, I don't have commitments or have structure in my life because when I put structure, I get unmotivated. No. Like, but I'm here, right? I didn't feel like it today, uh, but I'm here. And I think that just goes to show just, it's just a metaphor in itself when it comes to motivation, right? Of you may not always feel like it, but the gratification that comes with just doing it anyway, regardless of how you feel is actually what brings the motivation to come back 10 times more because of just that like endorphin rush of showing up for yourself, right? Like you're just proud of yourself, even if it's the littlest thing. So yeah. Now I'm also flying to San Diego tomorrow. Little life updates. Uh, if you guys may or may not have saw my story, but I'm flying to San Diego tomorrow and it's for a spiritual woman's business retreat with my current business mentor and all of the amazing women, inspiring women in the mastermind that I'm in. And I'm just so excited to meet all these girls and just like get myself out there. You know what I mean? Like just connect with people, be open. Um, I went to a retreat last year in San Diego as well, but it was for my first business mentor, Zach. Um, and it was amazing as well. Super cool. But I definitely dealt with a lot more social anxiety and inner child wounds come up for me. It just was really out of my comfort zone. I was missing my family, you know, missing my cat, Minnie, (laughs) missing Bay, and just like not really uh, as excited. Let's say ended up being amazing, of course, but it was just so out of my comfort zone. Right. So it's kind of like my second time flying solo and going to a whole retreat and it's all women too. And it's more intimate. So I just feel like it's just going to be a lot more amazing and I'm excited. Um, and I'm I'm just excited to share with you guys what I learn and we're going to be doing shit like cold plunges and visualizations and like an actual business strategizing strategy session with our mentors and, The mansion is beautiful guys. And it honestly was one of those investments where I was, I was sitting on it for a minute. You know what I mean? Like I was saying, uh, I'm going to, I'm just going to keep thinking about like, you know, when you say, I just need to think about it, that you're not ready to commit to that investment. (laughs) Like we're just going to keep it real. I just need to think you, what are you going to, what do you need to think about? It's either yes or it's a no right? Like all the information's there, the venue, everything like that. And 
I was just thinking about it. So I missed out on a really good deal. I ended up paying a little bit more, which is fine. This is what happens when you sit on an opportunity that you know you're going to do anyway, low key. Uh, but it was the push that I needed and I'm really excited. So I'm going to be staying at an Airbnb. It's walking distance from the beach. So uh, I'm just so excited. I'm going to bring my vlogging camera. I'm going to try to vlog, you know, as much as I can. I'm always like, oh, I want to stay present, but then I also want to vlog. So but I know I, I need to capture this. Like I want to vlog. So yeah, I fly out tomorrow. Also guys, so fucking annoying. I ordered clothes for Cali and obviously their clothes are going to rewear from a, a, an Australian boutique DHL express. I was on a community call with the embody her fit fam community. We were talking about progressive overload. Shout out to my embody her baddies. <laughs> and I got a text saying, Hey, looks like we missed you at like literally five minutes before the call ended. Apparently they knocked on the door and nobody answered. I didn't hear shit. And they sent the package back to Miami, which is about an hour from me. So I'm probably not going to get my package. I was really upset. I was like crying and I'm like, Lexi, it's just closed, but I needed to have my moment. Okay. I just needed to have my moment and I had my moment and you know, just gonna keep moving. <laughs> Um, I think sometimes when a shitty things happen to you, you're like, just like little, little things like that. It can be easy to kind of be like, oh my God, like what next? Like, and kind of subconsciously project like something bad happening one thing after the other. And a lot of times this can become our reality, right? Where we're just always expecting the next bad thing to trip us up or we're always on the defense. And then we actually just create it, right? It just becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy, and I just had to really control my thoughts after I was just like, listen, girl, release, release, release. It's okay. You know, just release it. It's okay. It's just closed. We'll just go to the mall and like find some whatever and be creative and it's okay. And everything is going to work out smooth. Like the airport's going to be smooth. Like everything's going to be smooth. Asking the universe like to just come in and support me because it's not all up to me. Right. Um, and just leading with that mindset, but yeah, just wanted to share that with you guys. Just a little life update, what's kind of been going on in my everyday life. Um, and yeah, just wanted to kind of do a little bit more of a chill approach to today's podcast episode because I just was not feeling the structure this time around. I was just like, I just want to chat with y'all. I just want to, y'all are my girls. And you know, if there's some fellas on here, I'd say, what's up? You know, hopefully you get inspiration from me uh, and can just, I don't know resonate with anything I have to say and get curious about the rest. So with that being said, guys, uh, I do want to chat a little bit about releasing guilt and shame around rest and recharge and overcoming toxic work productivity. So <laughs> this is something that I honestly really had to work through, especially as I quit my very secure nine to five at Capital One. Um, I really, really was like a workaholic. That was like the first like three to four months after I quit my job and I had, you know, started my business full time. Um, <clears throat> and that's kind of how like my reverse fitness journey started this year. Um, was it this year? Damn, that was already last year. Whoa, where am I? Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, last year when I quit my job, the first three to four months of the year, I was such a workaholic. I had a basically a reverse fitness journey 
all I'm talking like 80 to 90% of the glute mass and the hamstring and the quad mass and all of the mass, right? Cause you don't just like spot lose mass. Like you lose it all over, but obviously I'm looking at my ass. You know what I mean? Like I'm looking if that's maintaining and the first three to four months, I was such a workaholic that I literally told myself work is my priority right now. My health and fitness isn't a priority. A big mistake. Okay. And this is why I'm such a firm believer that if you are ever saying, oh, I have so much going on right now. I'm putting my self-care, my health and fitness on the back burner for now. You may not feel it yet, but the consequences of that, of those choices and those lifestyle choices is like not fun. Like I literally felt so depressed, overworked, stressed. I gained hella weight. I was inflamed as fuck. Um, just bloated. Oh, like I was so sedentary. Like when I'm telling you, I did not get in more than 3000 steps a day. Um, I was under eating during the week. So like having like coffee and like some small breakfast and then going all day without eating. Cause I just wasn't hungry. Cause I was so sedentary and my metabolism was obviously adapting and slowing down because of that. And then on the weekends, I was also sedentary, maybe went on a walk here and there, but then I was just eating whatever, like just eating whatever, living my best motherfucking life. (laughs) And it showed, it showed and it felt like I felt it from the inside out. And it was honestly a great revelation for me because it allowed me to reconnect to my why. Like it allowed me to reconnect to, oh, this is why I train at the gym. Oh, this is why I get in my steps and go on walks daily to and get sunshine. Oh, this is why I drink my water. Oh, this is why I try to get in X amount of protein, carbs, and fats. Like everything serves a purpose because when I'm not focused on that and I'm saying all of this takes way too much time, energy, and stress, I'm going to put it to the back burner. When now I feel way more like shit, I'm more anxious, I'm more depressed, I'm spiraling even more because I feel like shit from the inside out. And I'm not too fond of the way I'm looking too because of my lifestyle habits, right? If we're going to keep it real. Um, And so all of this is affecting your mental health, right? So I had no choice but to learn, how to release guilt and shame around rest and recharge and taking care of myself. Like not taking care of myself wasn't going to fly because my mental health went through the, went through the roof. It went down like so much. And so now I have practiced releasing that guilt and shame around taking time to recharge, prioritizing that, recovery piece. What, how do we even define rest and recharge? Cause what I'm not really talking about is like a three day TikTok binge on the couch, right? Like that, the, those type of actions really happen when we are being too rigid on ourselves, right? When we're overworking ourselves, we're not taking care of ourselves. What happens? We usually end up going on the way other extreme of it. And we, then we really feel bad about ourselves because we just spent the past three days scrolling on social media, on our phone, watching TV and not really doing anything that was like really in alignment with our, you know, greater goals. Right. And we've all had days like that, right? Like just couch potato, 
doom scrolling, you know, screen time through the roof. Like if we're going to keep it real, we've all had moments like that. And it's almost embarrassing how much time I, I would spend on TikTok. Like I have spent three hours straight on TikTok sometimes. That's kind of scary. Like when I think about that, like that's actually a little scary. Like that's how addicting it is. Like you're getting all the dopamine hits and doing nothing. Like you're just sitting there scrolling. So don't get me wrong. I love me some TikTok, but that's, that's, yeah, that's not okay. Right? Like we want to, we want to implement true rest and recharge and self-care in ways that are going to benefit our mental health and it's okay to spend some time on TikTok and social media, but again, like you want to have, you want to have those boundaries and have that balance. So <clears throat> the first thing for me is honestly to, when it comes to releasing guilt and shame around rest and recharge is defining what rest and recharge really means for me. Right. Because you could easily say this and then just use this as an excuse to just be on the couch all the time, like not do the things you need to do. Right. But true rest and recharge, I think are things the best way I can explain it is. Is what's the best way I could explain it? I would just, I would define rest and recharge as time away, right? Time away from the screens. So any activity that doesn't have to do with screens, right? Um, maybe it involves nature. Maybe it involves a type of activity that just allows you to decompress in a way that makes you feel good, right? Um, I think it also is taking care of your body, like actually taking care of your physical body is a form of recharging and recovery, right? So for example, how are you supposed to truly rest and recharge if you're not even getting enough sleep, right? I know sleep just sounds like such a boring topic, but even with our clients, like once we start to educate them around the power of sleep and REM sleep and the different waves that your brains are, the, the different brain waves that your brain is going through throughout the night and how that looks like when you, when those are disrupted and how that looks like hormonally and how that messes with your, like just your entire body and system. Then they're like, Oh shit. Like I didn't know sleep was this deep, but if you're like, you're like, ah, sleep is for the week. Like I don't need sleep. Like I have too much to do. Cool. But like, if you're someone who is open to like becoming feeling and doing things to feel better for yourself, you want to feel better, right? Then the, like just prioritizing, taking care of your body is just a really great way to start there. Right. And I'm talking the basics, right? So getting good sleep, right. That's literally rest in itself. Right. Um, you know, having a, a, a solid wind down routine. This is also something that uh, us and our clients we work on is if they struggle with sleep and getting good sleep and they're just like, oh yeah, like I just, I, they stay on their phone up till so they're super late until they fall asleep and maybe up until 12, 1 AM and they wake up groggy and you know, that affects the rest of their day. The first thing that we'll look at is really their, their wind down routine. Like, are you staying on technology up until really, really close to bed? Because that'll affect your REM sleep. And, you know, you have different types of sleep cycles. So 
they all serve its purpose and you want to spend a good amount of time in each to just get that full recovery and rest. Um, and you know, if you know, and also sleep is super important for your gains and fat loss and all of that. But anyway, you know, um, you know, we'll look at their wind down routine, right? And usually just by making little tweaks in your wind down routine, like getting off technology an hour before bed and replacing that with reading a book or brain dump journaling or just spending time with your animals or your family or whatever, like it, it is so game changer. Like I woke up today at 7 a.m. energized naturally, no alarm. And that's simply because I got off technology at 9.30 p.m. and went to bed and fell asleep at like 10.30 p.m., 11, I think. So super little tweaks that you guys can make. Um, but when we define rest and recharge for ourselves, then we can define what that looks like for us. And so then we take action that's in alignment with that. And that's a big part of releasing guilt and shame, right? Because sometimes we feel like we want to rest and recharge, but we feel like we're not using our rest. And, like the things that we're doing to rest and recharge aren't really giving us rest or charging us up truly, fully, right? Um, compared to the other activities I spoke about earlier, right? So um, a big part of overcoming toxic work productivity, in my opinion, is understanding that you're worthy. Like you don't need to... Like I grew up with the sentiment of like being the hardest worker in the room. Yes, you do want to be. And we grew up in a society where accomplishment, achievement is rewarded highly, right? And it's amazing. Like I love that for us. You want to thrive. You want to, I, I think it's an amazing thing to be ambitious and to have drive. And I think it's unnatural as humans to settle and be average, like, um, and what I'm, what I don't mean by that is like, like businessy, you know what I mean? Like to you living your best life could be starting a family and really focusing on being a homemaker. And like, that is beautiful too, but your passion and purpose is in that. Right. So what I'm kind of talking about here is like, we as humans, it's normal to like, which I'm gonna call it. I don't know, kind of overdo it when we feel like we're not good enough. It's it's literally called overcompensating. It's it's I feel like I'm not doing enough, so I need to do as much as much as possible to make me feel good about myself and then I'll feel good enough. Or maybe we do things we are, we're always striving for achievement or we're always striving to be like doing the most work, like the whole like clock in early, leave late mentality, right? Um and of course, get your bag, right? But what I'm talking about is, you know, if you're doing that to impress people, and you may not accept this right off the bat, but we all, it all feels good to pe- for, to hear from people. Wow, good job. Like, that's so amazing. You're doing that. Wow, like, you're such a hard worker. Wow, like, you're so busy and you work so hard. Like, that's so amazing. And like, we like hearing that from people. And there's nothing wrong with that. But if it's driving our toxic relationship with productivity and work and tying our worth to it, then we kind of got to like reevaluate whose opinions we are valuing more for validation and reassurance that we are worthy, that we're doing enough, that we're good enough. Because you can easily apply that to yourself and, and get that from yourself, that worthiness, that enoughness. But it takes time to build up, right? I mean, I quit my nine to five last year. And like I said, the first three to four months, I really struggled 
to like give myself, I really struggled to just prioritize taking care of myself because I felt like it was a waste of time. It wasn't a priority. This needs my attention, yada, yada, yada. Right. What that's really self-abandonment in my opinion. Right. So at least from like the way that I ended up feeling it's, it's, I really abandoned myself in that sense. Um, so I had to, I had to learn that I was worthy. I had to affirm to myself and through obviously my connection to the universe and divine guidance and God, I was able to really strengthen that sense of I am worthy. I am enough because I don't just see myself as like a human. Like I don't just see myself as like the identity that I've created for myself and the life that I've lived. I see myself as an extension of source, of source energy, of the divine. We are extensions of God. God lives within us, right? If we are, if we are open and accepting, right? If you are closed off to your own power, then that is your free will. But for those who see their power, but they're maybe scared of it, or actually that's something that I really, really had to do a lot of nervous system work on was stepping into my own power. And I think I'll do my next podcast episode on that, on stepping into your own power, claiming your desires, that type of energy, because I literally was like, Ooh, like it's on, like when you feel your own power, it is overwhelming and intimidating. And if you know, you know, but going back to what I was saying, I had to affirm to myself that I am worthy. I am enough. When those feelings of I'm not doing enough, I need to do more. I need to do more. I need to do more. Never, never felt like enough. And those negative feelings would come up. I would have to accept, acknowledge those feelings, but redirect it to, I was born enough. I am worthy. I am deserving. And I, I really bring it back to my mission. But for you, maybe you could tailor that to you, right? So another thing as well is obviously as a coach, I do work with a lot of moms, right? And I do notice that a lot of moms struggle with feeling guilty for taking time for themselves, whether that's making an hour or two to go to the gym for themselves or, you know, meal prepping or whatever. There's like this sense of guilt. Um, and I'm not a mom, so I can't fully understand it, but so I'm just going based off the experiences of the woman that I've worked with and diving deeper with them and really looking under the hood and seeing where that stems from and all of that. But, and shout out to all my moms out there. Love y'all. Y'all are the best. Um, (laughs) But releasing guilt and shame, I, I, I find with mothers, if you're a mother, bringing it back to your kids, if not only are you worthy and deserving, but like your kids also are so deserving of a mother who takes care of herself, of a mother who understands that stress is a part of raising kids and it's challenging. Also the most gratifying and beautiful thing in the world. And it's a gift, but that you come first always before these kids, it was just you. And that didn't change when your kids came in your life, 
like, yes, it did change. Like I know that your kids, our kids become the center of our universe, but you can love and care and show up for your kids and drop them off at their sports and support them in all the things and take them to all the places and still take care of yourself. So you also have the option of having that reality of being highly stressed and tired and never taking care of yourself, being your personality, like that option is available for you as well. But the other option is available and women do it every single day. I've worked with one of the most craziest, insane, busiest schedules of all time. And really when you make yourself a priority and you see that you can do it both. And not only that, it makes you a better mom or parent. Like it makes you more energized. You have more energy for your kids. You can play with them more. You have less of a temper. You're not snapping at them as much. You're still stressed, but a little less stressed, right? Um, you know, like that is the beauty of it. So I also wanted to touch on the mother's point of view because I know a big thing with a lot of moms is like feeling guilty for taking that time for themselves or feeling selfish. So yeah, just wanted to leave that piece. And yeah, guys, so really the gist of it all is that if you find yourself overworking, one, where, like, first of all, like if you absolutely hate your job and you are overworked and you are overworked, underpaid, and you know that you're doing hella work and you're underpaid, ask for a promotion. Like when is the last time any of y'all have asked for a promotion? If you did ask for a promotion, kudos to you, girl, because that shit is definitely scary. Ask for a promotion. Don't assume the answer or ask, you know, or fucking look somewhere else. Like you guys can manifest anything and you want. You guys can literally create anything you want. I know it's hard to believe because we're just so used to thinking a certain way, or maybe you have an attachment to the job or whatever. Like these are all belief systems, right? But there's so many realities available to you. The reason I hit on that guys is because there's nothing worse in my opinion than hating your job and hating your work environment and hating the people you work with. And everyone has such lame, negative fucking energy and you're underpaid boo, I promise you, you could find a better job. Like I promise you, yes, the economy is kind of shitty right now. I promise you, you can still find something or even make something happen. Like I just promise you. Okay. Um, <laughs> with that being said, guys, um, I it, overcoming toxic work productivity, it takes time learning to release guilt and shame around rest and recharge. It takes time. But it is the most beautiful balance when you find it, when you make it, because it's not something you find. It's not about finding the time to rest and recharge. It's about making the time to rest and recharge because you are a priority and your energy is a priority. And if you don't believe that, then we need to look at your belief systems. Because ultimately what your belief systems are, the stories that you tell yourself will just be your reality, period. So there's really nothing I could say or anybody could say, right? Again, this is a this is about being open. If your goal is to feel better, a little better, right? So give yourself grace. Forgive yourself for the areas 
where <clears throat> you need to take a step back. There's nothing wrong with taking a day or two off. There's nothing wrong with having to scale back your workload or to even pivot your goals. So that way they are more in alignment with your everyday life and what's going on for you. There's nothing wrong with getting sick and being thrown with life, right? Because life does happen. Like, let's be real here. Life happens and life can hit us hard. And there's nothing wrong with having to adapt, to maneuver, to, <coughs> to shift and be flexible to your environment, right? But to please don't abandon yourself for the sake of life and for the sake of things, right? I find that it's honestly when, you know, our clients, when they're going through really stressful times, that actually focusing even more on their health and their self-care and their fitness is actually detrimental. Whereas they would think, oh, I'm going to put it on the back burner. I have so much life going on. It's like, no, like let's offer you a different perspective. What if while everything is kind of crazy and hectic, you made your self-care even more a priority, right? And usually what we see happen is that while there's so much uncontrollables going on in their life, <laughs> their health, taking care of themselves is the one thing they are in control of, that you are in control of. And it may not look like tracking your macros or tracking your weights and your progressive overload, but maybe again, we adapt, we shift. And that looks like to you just getting in your water, getting in three high protein balanced meals and going on a walk, right? It could be as simple as that. So the main theme for this guys is to practice giving yourself grace and forgiveness for areas you feel you're falling short and allow your journey to be your journey. Okay. I would love to hear from you guys, your feedback, if anything really stood out to you or resonated or made you curious or even triggered you, he, um, <laughs> but thank you for being here with me and I'll see you in the next one. Love you. Bye.